You are tuning in to For Better Self and Net Worth Podcast. This is a podcast where I encourage you to live the life of your dreams by adopting the right mindset, navigating through tough challenges, and respecting your bank account. I interview entrepreneurs and empire builders from across the globe as they share how they have come to live the lives of their dreams and the challenges they had to break through. I also have a few solo episodes where I talk about the lessons learned and navigating in a world full of naysayers, negative mindsets, and money grabbers. I personally believe that attitude is everything, and with the right attitude, you can get the life that you dream of. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. If you're listening, make sure you have hit the subscribe button, and on Apple, give me some love by leaving a review. Most of all, I hope every episode you hear on here leaves you inspired and on fire to live your best life without breaking the bank. One of the best ways to discover yourself and enrich your life is through traveling. You may, however, have many reasons why you haven't gotten to travel in a while. Two of the most common are the pandemic and, of course, budgeting for the travel. I have the perfect guest for this episode. I sat down through Zoom with Rebecca Blackman, writer for the Going Places Travel blog. She's based out of Birmingham, Alabama, and specializes in inspiring people to travel without busting the budget. Listen up as she gives us amazing tips on how anyone in any situation can still see the world. Welcome, welcome back everyone to For Better Self and Net Worth. Today, I have a topic that we're going to discuss. It's very close to my heart, and that is traveling on a budget. And then with me today, I have a travel blogger, Rebecca Blackman, and she is going to give us so many tips and tricks and just tell us about her travels and how she did it on a budget. So Rebecca, if you don't mind giving us a background on yourself and telling us a little bit about Going Places Travel Blog. Yeah. Hey guys. Um, First of all, thanks so much for having me on. This is exciting. Um, So yeah, my name is Rebecca. I live in Birmingham, Alabama, and um, I am a full-time CrossFit coach. Um, And we were kind of talking about this a little while ago. I'm um, I am very passionate about my day job. I love what I do and I love coaching CrossFit. Um, However, it is not the most lucrative of industries. Um, And so for me, um, I also really love traveling, obviously I have a travel blog. And so for me, learning how um, I can travel while, you know, still being able to live and pay my bills and save money and you know whatever on such a small budget um it's really actually been so much fun for me um learning how to do this and kind of figuring out all the tips and tricks um and so I guess about a year not quite a year ago um I started my blog going places um and yeah I just try to share what I know so that other people can travel too um I'm really passionate about the fact that I really believe everyone can travel. Um, And so if you think, you know, you can't travel, you can't afford to travel, you can't take time off work, um, that's just not true. And so I just love, yeah, helping people figure out how. Yeah, 
I remember seeing a quote saying that travel is the one thing you can buy that makes you richer. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's, it's very educational. It's something that opens you up to meeting new people, trying different experiences, whether you're going somewhere two hours away, or if you're going somewhere overseas. Mm-hmm. And I, have you ever traveled solo? Um, I have not internationally. I have internationally um, in the U.S. alone. Um, I personally love it. I'm very introverted. Um, and so I really enjoy being able to just kind of do what I want to do on my time. Yeah. And, you know, if I want to sit at a coffee shop and just kind of people watch for an hour, I can do that. And I don't have to worry about anybody like getting bored that I'm traveling with. Um, I definitely would say if you're interested in solo travel, travel in your state or your country or whatever first before you, you know, I think people have these like grandiose ideas of like, oh, I'm going to go backpacking in Europe for a summer by myself. And that's great. I mean, that might work for you. That's great. Um, but I'm just a pretty big advocate of like, try, try it close to home where you speak yeah. the language and you can get around and, you know, and just see if you like it first. So yeah. And in my, in my twenties, most of my traveling that I did, I got to go to New Orleans. I got to go to Las Vegas. I was, let's see, New York city. I got to go to those places through my corporate job. So I got to travel without really having to worry about the costs out of pocket. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And then I had a work trip that I booked and they overbooked because there's a huge event back in Nashville. So I had to wait a day. And for that, they gave me a free flight voucher. Well, I had a certain amount of time to use it. And I've always wanted to go to Boston. Yeah. I love Boston. I want to go back so bad. I went to Boston, Salem, but I had the hotel points and the travel points. So I just got on a plane and went to Boston by myself. That's week after Halloween. Yes. Did you like it? Did you like traveling solo? I loved it. Cause here's the thing. I'm a big history nerd. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of my friends, I know, you know, traveling with friends, you kind of have to delegate what you want to do, what they want to do. Yeah. I'm not a big bar person, but I love to shop and I love history. So in Boston, I got to go on a lot of the walking tours mm-hmm. and talk to the historical guides. I remember I thought of a name the night before. I just had a thought. I was like, if I had a guardian angel, her name would be Phyllis. Well, (sighs) my goal was to go to Harvard's campus, but the train, something they were working on the train lines and it didn't work that way. So they didn't have a train suit that goes out that way. And I ended up encountering a walking tour in a graveyard where Sam Adams was. That's my favorite beer. And the tour guide was named Phyllis. Like that is the coolest coincidence ever. (laughs) That's wild. Yeah. And and then I went, my feet were getting tired. So I went just to a DSW and bought new shoes. Mm -hmm. And when I bought the shoes, the girl that helped me get to Salem, I was asking her how to get there. She looked at my card and she said, or no, I was entered in my phone number. She said, you're from Tennessee. And I said, yeah, I'm I'm from Nashville, but I grew up in East Tennessee. She's where in East Tennessee, Johnson city, where I went to college. Mm-hmm. So I was just, that is wild. All the Easter eggs you find. I was yes. like, okay, I know I was meant to do that trip by myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I went, the first place I went was, um, to Orlando by myself. Um, 
and it was really fun. I went to uh, Universal. Harry Potter World is like, oh my gosh, my jam. You're speaking my love language. (laughs) That is, that's Uh, actually on my list. I went when it first opened, but yes. Oh my gosh. I've been like five times. It's like almost embarrassing at this point. And I'm going back in December. (laughs) 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 But yeah, so I went, I wanted to go to Harry Potter World and nobody was like able to go with me available or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. And I went, um, okay, I'll go. Yeah. Let's plan a trip. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, being in universal, that's some serious people watching territory. So it was fun. It's, it's funny how Harry Potter randomly brings people together too. I know. I love (laughs) it. I met a, we just had this reading group. It's during the pandemic where we couldn't go out much. And my friend was in the supper club and she said, Katie, you will love this. It's the wizarding reading group. It's every Thursday night. We have a history professor. He reads two chapters out of the Harry Potter book. And if you drink, he has a drinking word. So the word might be broom. The word might be hall, class, yeah. something Harry Potter world related. And it's just so much fun. The commentary and reading, fun. reading Harry Potter as adults never get old. <laughs> it never, it never, never leaves you. It's so good. Well, then there's new additions to the wizarding world. Yes. So, um, in 2017 is when I went by myself and there was a, um, roller coaster. There were, it was called the dueling dragons and it was, a yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Okay. So I went back, um, in May was the last time I went May of 2021 and that ride is gone and now it's uh it's still a roller coaster but it's like you're on Hagrid's broom or on his uh motorcycle bike and then I saw that that looks so cool it was it was fun and somebody was telling me when I went I didn't get to ride the Hogwarts Express but they were telling me about it how you got to see the scenery and you there's like a point in it where you feel like the Dementors are around Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah it is fun they they get you on that one because you have to have the park to park pass to go to mm-hmm. ride the Hogwarts Express from park to park obviously um so yeah it's a little more expensive but yeah Ro- roller coasters are my thing I'm a big adrenaline junkie oh me too yeah so I I could probably spend an entire day maybe two at the Wizarding World and then <laughs> ride the roller coasters everywhere else yes yeah no I have to ask, what house are you in? I'm a Ravenclaw. Me too. Are you really? There's not very many Ravenclaws out there. Yeah. Yeah. I love Ravenclaw. <laughs> my, my, uh, one of my favorite internet comedians, she talked about what her qualities are in a guy. And she said, I have to believe that Gryffindor is superior. And I'm like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. no. Ravenclaw, we're, we're the wise ones. Yeah. Harry would not have found the last four crust. Like, if not been for Luna. It's true. That's true. So yeah, you got to have raven claws in your life. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, I love it. So I take it if you're a raven claw, then you love to read. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, and that's actually one of the things. That's one of my favorite parts about traveling is reading. Um, my granddad is where I got my love of travel from, and he had a library in his office, just a bookshelf full of like things to do in France, things to do it, you know, and it was like a book for every country of the world. Um, and I have them all now and I just nerd out anytime I'm going on a trip, I read the book. I, you know, it's fun. I love doing that. 
fun. My, my grandma had Edgar Allan Poe collection. I was really quick to snatch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, something That's fun to do while everybody's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now, what is your favorite book? Because we always do a book of the week. Ooh, um, okay, aside from Harry Potter, Harry Potter is probably my favorite, honestly, but aside from Harry Potter, um, I've always loved The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. So good. Yeah. Do you you think the movie did that book any justice? Um, I, I liked the movie. I always think books are better. Always. I've never found a movie that I like better than the book. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I liked the movie. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Yeah. The the only movie I liked better than the book was maybe Illegally Blonde. Oh, I've never read that book. It It's a short, it's a short read. I, if I know something is based on a book, I'll always read the book first. Yeah. I tried. I didn't actually did not know Legally Blonde was a book. It was a book. Amanda Brown was the writer. Okay. And yeah, it, it was done really well. But there was no Emmett in the books. Mm. And Warner, well, Warner phases out, but then and you see at the end where Elle becomes best friends with Warner's fiance. Yeah, Vivian. Vivian, yes. I haven't watched it in a yeah. while now. Um, I was talking about it yesterday and I was like, oh, I'm getting rusty on that one. <laughs> It's on Netflix. I was just about to say that. It's on Netflix now. Netflix. I need to reactivate my Netflix subscription because I love Stranger Things. Yeah. And that's coming back up. And they're doing a Britney documentary on Netflix. I'm dying to see. Oh, I haven't watched it. I've watched it. Yeah. But you do, you're like me. You like to read a lot when, you, when you're on the plane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Watching. I think sometimes I just want to rest. And trying to watch a movie or something makes me dizzy. So, yeah, um, I get so frustrated with airplanes now because it was like first world problems totally here. But now like AirPods, you know, are wireless. They're like Bluetooth. And so I don't even have headphones anymore that have the like plug in. And on airplanes, you have to have headphones that will plug into the monitor. Yeah. So I've taken a couple of flights where I like try to watch a movie with no sound and I just get so annoyed. It's just better to read. Just read. <laughs> read. Yeah. And even that, I, I have these big Beats by Dre. They're, they're years old, but I will wear those on the plane just so I can be left to read. Yes. With no music or anything. <laughs> yeah. No music or anything. And yeah. You know, somebody needs help or somebody has any questions, I'll answer them. But usually I just want to be in my bubble. Yeah. Just leave me. Yeah. Well, what experiences or tips do you have? And I guess this is kind of on its way out. It could come back. But during the pandemic, what are some tips for traveling during the pandemic or if there were to ever be another pandemic again? Yeah. Um, so the biggest thing that, that, and it really, like, I learned this lesson during the pandemic. Um, I think a lot of us have this like very romanticized idea of travel. And if you're not in, you know, Paris or Rome or whatever, you're not, your trip is lame. Like it's not a cool trip. Um, but during the pandemic, I took so many, um, just like weekend warrior road trips. I went, went to Nashville a couple of times, um, 
and just, you know, places in my own state that I never would have probably ever gone to had I not just been forced to kind of stay in my little bubble, um, stay close to home. Obviously we weren't flying anywhere. So just, you know, quick little road trips. Um, but yeah, I definitely encourage everyone to explore your city and your state. Um, yes. You know, there's gyms everywhere. You just got to look for them. And that's something you get really bad. Cause I feel like I'm spoiled living in Nashville. There's a lot of places I still haven't explored. I still want to go to the state museum. There's a lot of, uh, you know, I love a foodie. So I love yeah, being yeah. on rooftop bars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing for me in Birmingham before the pandemic, I had not been like, we have a big civil rights museum um, that I had never been to. And now thankfully I can say I've gone. Um, so yeah, I think there's know. a lot of ways to explore. I actually, I didn't realize this, but I drove by, I was going to Kentucky for work and I drove by a cavern. So I just stopped by and said, you know, I want to explore this. That's awesome. Through the little gyms and then the gift shops. I know a lot of people are into buying crystals for their house, like just different types of rocks. Yeah. And they're, they're less expensive than where you would buy them at a specialized store. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then those, those caverns actually do a lot of money for nature preservation. Yeah. Always good to support just local hubs such as that. Yeah, for sure. And let's see, what applications do you recommend every traveler download? Are there any specific apps that you particularly favor or? Yes. Um, so my, hmm, let me think. Okay. Top three, we'll do one from each category. So for road tripping, definitely download ways. Actually just for like your everyday life, you need ways. If you're yeah, still using Google Maps or Google Maps, that's outdated. Um, so ways for road tripping, it'll tell you like, um, if you're coming up on an accident or it'll tell you where like police officers are, I'm sure ways has saved me many a speeding tickets. Um, and then for hotels, um, let me, okay, let me do flights first. So for flights, uh, my favorite is Scotch cheap flights. Um, there is a free version and a subscription version, like a premium version. I think that the, um, free version is totally sufficient. And, um, basically they are just a company of people who like scour the internet and find cheap flights. Um, and so you tell it, um, you know, what airports you're close to. So for me, um, Birmingham obviously has an airport and then, um, Nashville has a great airport and Atlanta, um, National Atlanta are both only about two hours away from me. And, um, so I put those three airports as like my home base, you know, and they'll find deals, um, flying out of my airports. So like, for instance, um, and they email you updates. So for instance, like a couple of weeks ago, they emailed me, um, that there were flights going out of Nashville to, uh, Paris for the low 300. Yeah. And so, but in the deals, it's interesting because they'll tell you like, we project that this deal is only going to last for like 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever. Um, and so you do really have to be ready to just kind of like jump on it. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to Europe for 10 days in March. Um, and the round trip flights were like $350, which is 
unheard of. That is um, amazing. Yeah. Paris, Paris is on my bucket list. So me too. I, um, I minored in French in college and oh, wow. so I probably like, can't speak a lick of like actual for, I'm going to get over there and oh, not Francais. know what's going on. Yeah. Wow. But, um, but it's always been on my bucket list just so I can go and say, I spoke French in France. I, I cannot <laughs> wait to see the updates about France. Yes, I will. Um, yeah, I'll do a blog about it and everything. And you'll have to, you'll have to go. Yeah. I say do it. It's on your list. Do, do it. it. I did see Travel Zoo had a deal to Costa Rica. And it yeah. included flight and car and hotel, $900. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Anytime you can bundle like that, it's usually cheaper. So that's a, that's a good deal. That's a good um, deal. Okay. And then going back to the hotels, there's, there are truly a lot of great um, hotel apps. My favorite is probably Hotwire. Um, and I had never actually even heard of it until recently. Um, a friend and I went to Denver in June I love Denver. Um, for my birthday and we, I'm a, I'm a very like last minute. I'm not an itinerary kind of girl. I'm like very type B. I just think everything's going to work out magically. Um, and so we were like a week out from our trip and had still not booked a hotel uh, which I don't recommend doing, <laughs> don't recommend doing that. Um, but so we, we finally sit down and we're like, we've got to book a hotel. And obviously by that point, the prices were outrageous and we were going to spend a fortune, um, on a hotel, a last minute hotel in Denver. And a friend of mine was like, Hey, download the Hotwire app. And I had never heard of it, but, um, basically you, it's, it's an app specifically for last minute deals. So it won't work you know, if you're, if you're like type A and you're booking your hotel, like months in advance, it's not going to work for you. Um, but for somebody like me, or, you know, if like your flight gets canceled at a layover and you, you're, you're stuck in a city and you need a hotel room, um, it's last minute deals. And so you tell it where you're going and you tell it what area you want to be in. So in Denver, we knew we wanted to be in the Reno district, like river North, and um, so we typed in uh, where we were going, where we wanted to stay, um, how many stars you want your hotel to be. So we said four or up. You can tell it if you don't mind, you know, staying in like a two-star hotel, you'll find great deals. Um, we said four. And then you tell it what your, um, like what amenities you want. So we said, you know, there's two of us. It has to sleep too, obviously. Um, no smoking. Um, I can't remember what the other one was. And anyway, it just pops up these, you know, last minute deals. And so we found a room that was originally like 270 a night because um, it was so last minute and we got it for $68 a night. And so, yeah, we ended up staying because what happens is like these hotels, um, they would rather make $68 a night than no dollars a night. And so, yeah. you know, if I'm you know, looking on Tuesday and I need a hotel room on Wednesday, they're much more likely to give you like crazy deals just to get the room booked. Um, so yeah, we ended up spending like less than $200 a piece for a week in Denver on hotel room. So that, that is a fantastic idea because I'm getting ready to go to San Diego next week, stay in two extra nights. Yeah. And I might look around to see what I can get. Yeah. Um, I, 
wrote a blog on it. I'll send it to you because it has more of the, you know, exact details about how it works. But um, yeah, I say, I say, go for it. If you don't mind, you know, waiting until the last minute. I know some people can't do that because they're, they like to have their plan. They like to have it planned out. Yeah. I always have more fun and I'm, you know, going like with a week, my corporate job and my responsibilities, I plan them out. But when yeah, I'm yeah. wanting to do something fun, I'm more likely to let the reins loose and uh, go with the flow. Go with the flow. Exactly. Because you just have more fun that way and you're not stressed out about getting from one place to another. Yeah. Can and I think the best things happen when you just don't set expectations for yourself and just, yeah, just go with the flow and see what happens. So it happens. What did you see in Denver? What were some of the cool sites? So we went out there to run a half marathon. That was the literal dumbest thing I've ever done. That was, I do not recommend running in Denver where there's no oxygen. Um, but so we went to uh, Highland Park, which is about 30 minutes outside of Denver to run a half marathon. Um, and the views while I was dying, the views were incredible because it was like a, it was like on a mountain you know so you're kind of like running and looking over the city um and then I'm trying to think we really just like explored we rode scooters you know they have like the motorized scooters there um so we did that one day and just kind of scooted all around the city um I follow have you ever heard of the greetings tour I haven't heard of the greeting store. Okay. So it's these people. Um, it's, I think they're at greeting store on Instagram, but it's these people that go, they paint, um, like murals that look like postcards on walls, you know, like outdoor, um, in cities. And so I follow them. I think there's like close to 60 in the United States, just kind of all over. Um, and so I've seen, there's one in new Orleans, there's one in, um, Orlando that I've seen, Anyway, so they have one in Denver. So we kind of went searching for that. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. It's June literally feels like a month, a year ago. It wasn't that long ago, but I- Isn't that long? <laughs> Yeah, we went for my friend's birthday last year, October. Her birthday's right, I think it's October the 30th. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. They had a really cool cocktail there. It was called the camp place was called the campfire and had a roasted marshmallow on top of this bourbon cocktail. That sounds so good. We, we sit at another place. They had pierogies. It was planned around food because me and my friend are both big foodies. We had pierogies in an Airbnb. There's a pierogies and bottomless mimosas. I think the highlight was voodoo donuts, which those are. Yes. The voodoo donuts. So good. My gosh, the Captain Crunch donut. I have dreams about that donut. It was so good. So good. We did go whitewater rafting. I just remembered that. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that would be fun. I haven't been whitewater rafting in ages. I had never been before. I really want to go um, on the Ocoee in Tennessee. Have you done the Ocoee? Yes, that that is the one I did. And I think it was high school the last time I was on the Ocoee. Okay, well, I'm going to come to Tennessee and we're going to go whitewater rafting because I really want yes. to. Because um, in Denver, it was so interesting. Um, like in Tennessee, you know, the rapids go all the way from like class one to class five, I think. And um, in Tennessee, like on the Ocoee, you can raft class five rapids because if you fall in, it's not like a big deal. I mean, it's dangerous, but like, you know, you won't 
freeze to death or anything. But in Colorado, um, the place we went anyway, they will only let you raft up to class four because the class fives are too dangerous if you fall in the water is below freezing and you can get like hypothermic. It's actually like way more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first time I went white water rafting, it was maybe class one because I remember saying this was not what I expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I need, I need to crank that up. I do a lot of kayaking. I live near Priest Lake. Oh, cool. Yeah. Kayaking and paddle boarding or just anytime I'm on the water makes me happy, but I didn't get, next time I go to Denver, I'll experience that. I've also wanted to ski. Yes. I went skiing for the first time this year. Me too. I learned how to ski this year. Oh, really? Where'd you go? I went to Wintergreen, Virginia. Okay. So you are similar to me then. I went um, for the first time in Michigan um, because it's so expensive to ski in like Colorado or Utah or, you know, kind of out West. Um, And for someone who's never skied before, like I don't need to spend thousands of dollars when I'm not even going to be good at skiing. So (laughs) we went to this little place in um, Cadillac, Michigan, and we skied for like less than a hundred dollars and it was so much fun. Um, Yeah. It was a good first experience. It was a good, my, my first, I did the lesson Mm -hmm. and then I skied with my brother who is, he, he's skied everywhere. He's skied in Park City, Colorado. He has a condo, so he skis all the time. And it was a fun experience. I kept falling in, having to get back up. Yeah. All that, but he said, hey, for your second time skiing, you did great. Yeah, that's awesome. So I that is something else I was like, I need more of this in my life. I want to try snowboarding too, but my brother's like, Yeah, you you don't need to try snowboarding. Skiing's where it's at. I know. I want to try it too. I've always heard that skiing is easier to learn but harder to get really good at and snowboarding is harder to learn but it's easy to get good at it that's what I've heard so I haven't heard that I don't I don't know I you know I know that the shoes are comfortable (laughs) yes yes snowboarding I heard the shoes are way more comfortable in snowboarding than they are skiing yeah makes sense well tell us about your favorite international destination so far and your favorite hidden gem, small town destination of traveling. Ooh, okay. Um, so my favorite international place I've been so far, hands down, is Iceland. Um, I love literally every second in Iceland. Um, I went in 2018, so I guess it's been about three years now. Um, and yeah, it, it was like total culture shock in the best way like especially in the United States I think we just get very like oh this is how life is but I mean I'm sure that happens everywhere but um going to Iceland it was just like a totally different world um and so it was so cool to see that people live differently than we do and they're still doing just fine you know like (laughs) our way is not always the best way um so that's my favorite um international and then my favorite hidden gym. Uh, so I was in marching band in um, college, high school and college. And um, one summer we traveled and anyway, long story short, we were doing a, we were in a parade for the 4th of July in Bristol, Rhode Island. 
Um, and it was my first time to ever be like up north in New England. And we were marching um, in this parade on a cliff. And that, that sounds dangerous. It wasn't like dangerous, but just, you know, up, up on a cliff and you could see like the trees and the water. And like, it was just, I've, that's on my list to go back to. That's cool. So beautiful. Yeah. yeah. What did you play in marching band? I was on the color guard, so I spun the flags. Get out of here. Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> Shut up. Are you kidding? Right in high school. We are so much alike. It's That's killing so me. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, so I did it in high school and college, and then I marched drum corps. So that's, I don't. That's cool. Because most people don't know what it is. But um, yeah, that's so funny. I went into being on a dance team, but that was the closest thing they had in my high school to a dance team. Yeah, same. They didn't have a dance team in my yeah. high school. Cheerleading was too political at my high school. Yeah. But I did, yeah. And then I did one year of dance in college. And just, yeah, I did cheerleading for a hot second. Yeah. So yeah, I was color guard in high school and I was a theater kid. Okay, I never did theater, but um, I have never met anyone else randomly who did color guard. So that's amazing. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yes. It's crazy. And you went to, so you did color guard in, at University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely was the, the central theme of my college career because it was, it definitely was an amazing experience getting to go. Like, obviously, we traveled with the team and went to all the away games and we won two national championships while I was in college that I got to perform at. So it was, yeah, it was quite an experience. You've been all over that you've been to Oxford, Mississippi, mm-hmm. Knoxville, Tennessee, which is, I think is a hidden gem. Oh, I would agree. Yes. Yeah. I love Knoxville. Um, yeah. Gainesville, Florida, all Gainesville. of the SEC stadiums, Starkville, Mississippi. Yeah. Auburn. Yeah. That, and what would that be like to go to? Because when I went to East Tennessee State University, we didn't have a football team. Oh, really? But we had a basketball team. Basketball team was really good. But I do, I always wondered what it would be like to go to a national championship winning school. I did go to a couple UT games. I'm not a UT fan, but yeah. went to a couple UT games with friends and it's a pretty cool atmosphere. And then I go to Vanderbilt games. Yeah, I've been to Vanderbilt. Yeah, you'll have to come and go to a Bama game with me. I think it's a different, uh, it's a different level of like just excitement and passion. Yeah, roll tide. I have a lot of friends who are Alabama fans. Yeah, I guess it's pretty common in the South. Yeah, because it's only, I think Tuscaloosa, so I go to Huntsville for work, but Tuscaloosa is maybe, maybe three hours from now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe even, it's about 45 minutes from Birmingham, um, and I'm about two hours, give or take, from you, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you'll have to come to Nashville and show me some of the places that maybe I'm missing. Yes, I would love to. We need to plan a trip. Yes, and then Universal Studios. (laughs) I'm just going to go. I want to drink butter here. (laughs) I want to have Florian Flotesca's ice cream. (laughs) yes on the one well tell us I asked this question this started off as a budgeting podcast 
social money management. So I'll ask everybody this. What is the one thing that you'll always spend on for yourself? So what is the one thing you don't go cheap on? Um, and I've got answers. I've got everything from toilet paper to technology to travel. I mean, all over the map answers for this one. Yeah. Um, so definitely I will always travel. Um, I don't think that traveling has to be expensive, but the one thing I will always spend money on when I'm traveling is food. I do not Amen. believe in going to a new place, especially international places with different food and different culture, and then trying to skimp and save money. That just is silly to me. Yeah, no, food, food is a huge part of the travel experience. Yeah. There's so much to food. There's always a story behind every restaurant yeah. and every recipe. And there's so many memories tied around food. Yeah. Do you ever go, I go to Gulf Shores, Alabama. Yeah. We try every year to go to a place called Lambert's where they throw rolls. Yeah. The home of the throw rolls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that- I, have, um, I haven't been to Lambert's in years, but yeah, we used to go, my family would go to Gulf Shores for a week every summer and uh, we would eat at Lambert's on the way home. Every yeah. Year. I remember Lambert's being popular. I'm always a big seafood person. If I'm on the beach, I want some fresh seafood. Yes. Yes. Always. Well, if you don't mind, just tell everybody where we can find you, where we can follow you and learn even more about how to travel on a budget and live our best life without, without breaking the bank. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so on Instagram, I am, um, at going places, travel blog. Um, my website is going places, travel blog.com. Um, and then my email address is going places travel blog at gmail.com. And you can email me literally anyone at any time with questions or, you know, if you find new things that I haven't talked about that you think people should know about, please share. Um, yeah, I love doing this stuff. Yeah. Well, if you're never, ever in Nashville, if you come anytime soon, give me a shout. Yes, absolutely. That would be so fun. Hi, it's Ella, the host of For Better Self and Net Worth podcast. I wanted to first of all, thank you for listening and supporting an independent podcast. I'm an aspiring motivational speaker and marketer who wanted to give a platform to other risk takers, empire builders, and out of the box lifers in the world. By listening, you are showing support for everyday folks like you and myself pursuing the lives they've always wanted by ditching societal norms and dedicating time to others. To show more support, feel free to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe on Spotify. You can also find the show on iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, and many other independent platforms. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you are feeling inspired. Thank you.